Everybody, welcome, welcome back to the Ascended Cast. It's your boy Shiloh. It's your boy Matt. Your boy John on here. And we have a special guest with us. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Miss. Uh, I'm Jasmine Ray from uh, San Bernardino, California. Woo! Welcome, welcome, Miss Ray. So um, there's a lot to unpack with you. You have quite a story, uh, especially what you're currently doing. Very excited for the people at home to kind of get to know you, because uh, you, you do have a great story. So let's go ahead and start it off to, to, to tell the people your backstory. All right. Um, I'm from San Bernardino. I uh, went to San Bernardino High School. Uh, I am a Cardinal. Anybody tell you, I yell Purdue. Almost any place I go, whatever sport I'm playing. Um, <laughs> I graduated, went to the University of Hawaii on a full-ride scholarship. Um, my uncle died, mom got sick, mm-hmm. came home. Signed out of my scholarship. And then uh, I have a, a brother. His name is Van Zell. And he was playing football at Lincoln. And he was like, sis, you're going to get this call. It's going to be a weird number. Just answer it. And I'm like, all right. So I waited. And then the call came through. And it was a 573 area code. So I answered it. And the coach was talking to me. And she was like, are you ready? Are you good to go? She was like, I got to get you out here. I'm like, all right, I'm ready. So when I got off the phone with her, she uh, emailed me my, my scholarship. And I called him. We call him Vanny now, so he hates it, though, because he's grown now. But I was like, uh, I said, Vanny, I said, she sent me my scholarship. He was like, you're going to like it out here. But I wasn't thinking. He didn't tell me that they had snow. So I was like, oh, man, all right. <laughs> so when I got out there, it was uh, it was Vanzel, Carrie, and she. And uh, me and Vanzel shared an apartment. Carrie and she had an apartment. And we weren't far from each other. And they all left, and they, they were coming back to our house to, to cook, and we were all going to hang out. And when I opened the door, they just started serving me with snowballs. And I was like, yeah, back to Cali. Can't wait to go. <laughs> back to the sun. That was it for you? Yeah, that was it for me. Um, and then right into my sophomore year, my grandmother passed. Mm. And so I came home. I was like, yeah, no. Every time I leave, something happens. I, I'm, I'm good. I'll stay out here. But when you're home, it's a distraction. Cause there's so many things around you and, and you're comfortable that it's hard to, it's hard to do good, especially when you're in school. Mm. And so my mom had told me, she was like, you know, you're not God. If it's time, it's time. You don't matter where you are. Just, you know, go finish. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. It took, mm. it took a lot of faith and it took a lot of people. Um, at least when I went back, I, Van Zell was still out there. So I still had some family around me. Mm-hmm. But then he graduated the year before me, so I was left that last year by myself, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be hard. But uh, uh, there's this uh, this girl that's very close to me. Uh, her name is Celine. I met her out here, and we was cool. So when I got back to school, um, it, I had a support system from a distance. I mean, my mom was still my support system, too. But it, it was just different because this was like a... Like, every time I was in school, I was calling, I was texting, like, you know, how's everything back on? Everything was cool. Like, I had that 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 support I needed to mm-hmm. hurry up, get through, and come back. And so, um, I had made the dean's list six times, and then uh, my mom popped out a couple of times, man. She, okay. Okay. she made Thanksgiving happen. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Um, and then, you know, I don't like to fly. So, every time I came home, I jumped on the, on the train, and it took two days to get here. Really? It took two days. Where, where was that at? Uh, in Missouri. Missouri? Yeah. Missouri. Oh, but, man. But after f- flying uh, Hawaiian Airlines, he dropped the plane as we were coming into Hawaii. And he goes, just kidding. 
Welcome to Honolulu. I was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 it's the, the last ride right out for time. me. <laughs> well, that one time you were like, nope, I'm good. Yeah, I'm <laughs> good. I'm on the train with the keys down. That's it. I'm not going back up. Um, I love that. So that happened, and then when I came back home, I went to I went back to Purdue, and mm. uh, I seen Coach Mills. I was like, Coach Mills, I'm back. Look, I got my bachelor's. I'm ready to go. Um, and he was like, all right. And so then he pointed me to. Um, Sean Collins, who's the football coach at Purdue. And then when I got on the scene, I was like, Coach, I used to go here. He's like, I already know who you are. I was like, All right, cool. You're going to let me coach, right? And he was like, Yeah, come on, you're good. And then I ran into Coach Green. And he was cool from the beginning. And um, we knew each other from passing because I know his dad. Like, his dad is very known as far as helping kids grow, get better, mature, especially with the guys. And so uh, when I when I seen his dad, his dad was like, Jazz. And I looked, I was like, that's my dog. So when I got to him, I gave him a hug. And then uh, Coach Green was like, oh, yeah, well, you home now? He was like, we family. So, you know, I stayed, and I was like, I'm home. Like, I'm coaching football and basketball where, I, where, where I'm from. And um, right in the middle of last season, that's when the college called me, like, I got a job for you. And I'm like, Okay. He was like, college football. And I was like, basketball? <laughs> now I got football for you. I'm like, okay. So then we, we got into it and it was fun. It was cool. But mm. I'm the type of person that once I'm latched to something, I don't want to let it go. Mm. And so I had like teachers that watched out for me when I was in high school. And so I kind of wanted to give it back. And uh, I was like, nah, I'm not letting go of high school. So I was doing high school football and I was doing college football. And I'm like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> JV varsity college, JV varsity college. And wow. I didn't want to let it go, so I just, you know, I made it happen. And and it's cool now. Like, now when I recruit kids, it, it's, it's fun because I'm like, I, I was sitting in that seat, not for football, but I was in that seat. I had to ask these questions. I was excited. And really, I only chose Hawaii because they paid for your family to come out there. Really? So yeah, they paid for them to come. But... You know, my, my, my mom and grandmother was trying to protect me. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to tell me right away that my uncle passed. Mm. But we was getting ready to play uh, Cal Berkeley. Okay. And I was scrolling on Facebook, and my cousin posted it. Mm. And I looked, and I was like, there they go. So I'm blowing their phones up, and my mom finally answered. And she was like, who told you? She knew I was blowing her phone up. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, y'all want to do surprises? Watch what I do. So I got on the plane, and then my plane got delayed, so I missed a few more. <laughs> oh, so, man. So you, you you was trying, though? I you was trying. I was trying. And when I came back, they just they seen it on my face, and my grandma was like, mm. that's why we was trying to, because we knew it was going to be a trigger. Mm. We knew you would want to come back. And, like, I missed my grandmother's last birthday. She was in the hospital with vertigo. Mm. And nobody told me, because they knew. My, my mom and my grandmother, I, I'm coming home, guys. No questions. No questions asked. And uh, it was like, don't worry. She got plenty of birthdays. You're in the middle of finals. I'm like, but I can do my finals early. And they just, no, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And again, it was my cousin's boyfriend that told me, oh, yeah, your family's at the hospital. So when I start blowing up the hospital phone, my mom answered. Mm-hmm. Didn't know who it was, but she answered, Jasmine. <laughs> Why y'all didn't tell me? So, you know, I, I don't hold a grudge, but, I mean, they were protecting me because they knew I would come home. They mm-hmm. knew I would. Basketball before my mom and grandma didn't know. Never. Mm-hmm. But now I'm home, so I'm like, all right, 
there's kids that either got a worse situation or kind of close or they just need that person that they can connect. That's why I'm like Cardinal, 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 Cardinal. It's got to be Cardinal City for me. It has to be because that's what made me. Like, I played every sport except for golf. Um, I tried water puddle one year. Wasn't for you? At all. <laughs> I leaned back to throw the ball and my mouth was open and she she pushed me down and I got a mouthful of water and I came up and I was like, Sup. <laughs> Get me out. Now. That's it. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah. I, was... I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, all right. I, on my way up, I wanted to pull her down with me. And I was like, I might get in trouble. So I just, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're Forgive like, me. <laughs> let me go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very tough. tough. That's very tough. You got to be built different for water polo. So shout out to all the water polo people out there, man. You build different. Um, But just in regards to, to your story there, I, I mean, a lot of trials you, you, you went through personally to, to get you to to get you that to that coaching and everything else like that. So tell me how. I want to go back to that call mm-hmm. because, because like you said, when you got the call to be a college f- football coach, mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of, you know, fluster, you kind of like what or whatever, what was really going through the, 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 your mind? Cause like I said, that's, that's unprecedented. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not like, you know, you're hearing that all the time that women are actually getting this opportunity, you mm-hmm. know, to, to lead men, to yeah. lead, you know what I'm saying? To, to, to be that figure in order to do that. So how, how, how was that for you the, during that phone call? And then how, how was that kind of transition in? Like, like how's that job been so far? Uh, it was exciting. At first, I was like, okay, I could do high school. Am I built for this? And then I was like, yeah, I'm built for it. And then I was like, okay, it's a challenge. I love challenges. And then right after I had a moment to let it marinate, I grabbed my phone, mom, let me tell you. And she heard it, but she was like, what you, wait, wait, what'd you say? I called her right in the middle of Younger the Restless. So I only had half of her attention because the other half was on her soap opera. So I was like, okay, she didn't hear me. Then I heard it go to commercial, and she was like, now, what did you say? <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. I told her, and she was like, she was like, yeah, that sounds fun. She was like, now, you can't do everything. I was like, yeah, I can. I sleep when he drives, because I don't drive far distances. I let my assistant coaches drive. <laughs> They'll tell you, Jazz does not drive long distance. I got you. <laughs> I start falling asleep. I can't do it. There um, you go. Hey, hey. It's just it's just delegation. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. LA is long to me. I, all the traffic. I'm asleep. <laughs> Somebody else got to tap in. Possibly if you're in LA, that's traffic. <laughs> that traffic that's why I would never live out there. Mm. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's quick facts. I so like that. I call my mama, and then after she listened, she was excited for me. And then my next call was uh, to Hakeem. And he was like, what? He was like, you going to do what? He said, stop playing with me, Jazz. I said, no, bro, I'm serious. And he was like, for what college? And then I was like, bro, you going to come coach with me? And he took that pause. And I'm like, hello? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you still there? And then right after him, I called called Selene and I told her. And she she don't really like sports. So when you say it, she's like, yeah. And then she'll catch herself, like, why are you talking to me about sports? Like, well, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> and then when she caught the, the whole riffraff of it, mm-hmm. it was like 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 my mom did. She was like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. She was like, yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. So it was, I don't know, it was exciting. And then um, I, I called um, Aaron. She's a teacher at Purdue, too, like a sister to me. And we grew up together, graduated together. Um, she was like, Jerry, you got to take that. She was like, you don't have to let high school go. I'm like, man. It's cardinal. She's like, you have to let that go. You gotta <laughs> like, let it go, huh? And focus. So, I mean, it was cool. It was 
exciting. I mean, I, I'm still now, as I'm getting ready to have the full first year, it's still like everything. You're just learning left to right, left to right, left to right. Every time you turn, you're like, I knew that. I didn't know that. I knew I should have did that. I should have did that twice. Like, <laughs> like, and the boys that I have now, like, they're just, they're ready to go. They're excited. They're, they're, mm. they're anxious. Um, we have kids from the Bay Area. Um, they came, they came as a triplet. It's, uh, D'Angelo, oh, Marcus and Joseph. And okay. They're, they're, they're little, they're firecrackers on the field. Like they're just ready. They're just, they're ready. They're fast. They're shifty. They're, it's exciting. We got kids coming from Chicago. Um, we got kids coming from Georgia, Texas. Yeah. They're excited. They're just like, the first thing I, I say to them is sunny California. Because Randell didn't tell me that they had snow. <laughs> sunny California. Beaches? <laughs> <laughs> the beaches, you know, I mean, you do a little bit of a dry like for a little 45 an hour. Yeah. But I mean, hey, that's that's better than where you at now. Yep, and our speed limits is higher. So y'all gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Missouri and was like, 35. Is this the highway? This can't be right. <laughs> I'm afraid to get pulled over. Like, oh heck yeah, heck yeah, because that's cause, cause, because they're state trooper. All, all, all that part they're they're built different out there. Yeah, right? very, <laughs> very. I see a cop room window down, and he would just laugh at me and be like, "Right, <laughs> you're doing too much." <laughs> I don't know. I'm not from here. I don't know if I should or not. Windows is tinted. I don't. I don't know. You just, you just want to do. <laughs> So actually, a quick question: uh, Can you give us a little bit more information about like the school you're at? Because obviously, like, you're recruiting, you're bringing a lot of kids over. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay, uh, it's Community Christian College in Redlands. Uh, we're right there by where Pharaoh's Lost Kingdom used to be. Okay. I really hate that they tore that down because a lot of the kids don't have nowhere to go now. Yeah. Now they got to find their own. They own fun, which means trouble. <laughs> Anytime they got to go look, it's trouble. That's honestly true. <laughs> yep. So we're there. Uh, we're a small private college, but uh, we have coaches that have been all around the city for a long time, like uh, Coach Tardy. He coached me when I was eight years old. Me and his son went to high school together, and he's still the same. He loud, but he has – he's allowed to be loud. He's earned his right to be loud. Mm. He has championships. He's changed mentality of – Cardinal City basketball. He's allowed to do that. Mm. Any program Coach Tardy's ever touched, he's flipped it. And so he's allowed to be loud. He's allowed to say a little extra stuff to the ref, and he ain't going to get attacked for it because they know who he is. They're mm. like, yeah, this man is good. Um, so you got and, – and then we have our uh, support system. We have our, our president. We have our um, staff members that work, and they work. It, the best thing about being a, a small – kind of like a church. I like small churches. Because the preacher actually knows you. Mm. So you get to build that relationship. Mm. Whereas you're just not somebody that when you go say hi to the pastor at the big church, he's just like, oh, hey, yeah. Who was that? Mm. I, I, want you to, I want you to know who I am. Because like, then it feels a little more sincere. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So at our school, it's small. Um, everybody's hands-on. Um, it's cool. Like I, For me, I just be ready to... I'm ready to go. I can't wait for football season to start. I see. So, so, so you say with their small school, you know, there's certain different things that that you do. Are are you just the head coach, or of course, do you did you dabble within every single sports group? You know, what what how, 
how does that will work out for you? It's, it's, it's especially going into this season where you have a full type of, you know, full mm-hmm. concentration. Um, I'm also the athletic director. And the person that I idolize, well, let me not say idolize, the person that I look up to in this whole district of athletic directors is Patrick Mills. He's been at Purdue for years, and he holds it down. And it's run so smoothly that when he walks in after everything is set up, it's like if you walk in a basketball game, he's right in the corner, lay across, cowboy hat on, he's chilling. <laughs> he, he has no worries if there's another sport going on outside. He knows that things are running smooth to where he doesn't have to run back and forth, run back and forth. He's just, he's chilling. I, I want to say I could be wrong, but I want to say Coach Mills has about 31 years. Mm. Like when he retires... I'm for sure dropping tears because he's been the glue to athletics. Like he's he's figured it out. Our baseball team, they went. Um, I think it was uh, two deep or three deep in the playoffs. Wow. Football this year, we won uh, league champs. Um, okay. Basketball, the boys program. Coach Green, the way he did, <laughs> came in and turned it around. And when Coach Graham was coaching the boys. It was a whole different feel. So Coach Green had some shoes to fill when he came. Really? And them shoes is like, what shoes? The way he just came in and he's changed the atmosphere. Right. It, it, it's, it's, I don't know, the feeling is like, everyone's like, why you want Coach the girls? Now nah, I'm good. I stay over here with Coach, with, with Coach Green. I'm, I like it over here with the boys. It's, it's, it's a different really? atmosphere. Yeah, I love what, it. What makes it different? You know, you know what I'm saying? Because this is, some people look at it as like, oh, like, is it just, you know, like, mm-hmm. like we'll, we'll, we'll truly make it like that. He has this uh, this thing called the seven principles. So for the girls, when the girls walk in, they slap the alma mater. That's what Coach Charlie has to do. When the boys come in, right before you go in the team room, there's a poster with the seven principles. You have to read it and hit it and then walk out. And he knows if you did it because he'll hear your voice. Because he's normally sitting in there. So he knows, like... You 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 can't BS him because he had it he has it set up like that so that you acknowledge what's happening. So when you go out there and do something wrong, you can't be like, "Oh, coach, I didn't know." <clears throat> he holds you accountable because you knew. Mm. You knew. So now you got to take the consequence as a man and just, hey, it is what it is. You either like it or you don't. And that's the difference with the San Bernardino kids now. They're they feel like they're entitled. And he's like, no, boom, you're not entitled. No, I don't have to. You ain't going to get it this way in college. Figure it out. And mm-hmm. people are like, oh, that's harsh. It's not. Because when you get to college, them college coaches are going to say, oh, no, you're not ready. Try again next year. Really? Because the college coaches get paid to coach. That's their livelihood. They're not going to let this kid come in because their high school coach blew their head up. Mm-hmm. And now they think that they're just this greatest player. No. He don't. Skirt. <laughs> no, you got that just. Yeah, but when you when you do what he's asking you to do, he's not the poke your chest down, beat on. He's not. You'll see him laughing and talking and having fun. We went on a, a nine game win streak. Man, we was in San Diego and we hit him with water and he was just smiling and laughing and he was excited because he's like, man, the first year is always rough. But that second year to be on a nine-game winning streak, it, it was it was cool to see that 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 other side of him. Like it's good when you like put your hands on it and you see it work. You're mm. like, man, 
you already believed in yourself, but now the little doubts that you had there, they start to go away. So when I when I say I have a, a, a lot of respect for Coach Green and, and Coach Tar, I do. A lot, a lot, a lot. Like I wear more Cardinal gear at the college than I do my college gear. Rip. So sometimes I just mix it. <laughs> <laughs> because because the, that's just so ingrained in you, correct? Yep. And then um, so – Tell us how sports was. I mean, I, I want to go a little personal here just mm-hmm. because, I mean, you, you're just so so diehard for the Cardinals. So how, how was growing up a Cardinal back then versus the kids? I mean, I, I mean you you did say kids nowadays do feel more entitled, especially like that. But kind of touch on that more as to, you know, what you had to go, go, go through growing up at this stage versus what they're going through and then how you, you've had to kind of coach through that, if you would. Some okay. Of these. Um, our coaches was <laughs> get it figured out or I'll figure it out for you. That's how our coaches was. Um, I mean, that's kind of how, um, I got the number 32. We had a, a tryout and, uh, coach Akahoshi was like, he let us all play. And there was a girl on the team. Her name was Josh Renee, and she was the center. And in my head, I have, I poked, I pointed her out and I was like, all right. That's my target. <laughs> if I can go at her and get buckets, mm. I'll be on varsity. She was like six foot three, solid. Mm. And so um, she went up for her. She's going to laugh when she sees this video. But I, I went for her. <laughs> and she tried to throw it. And I, I had to lean away from her to get it to go up. And it went up and I made the layup. And my confidence just it shot to the roof. <laughs> and so I was guarding uh, one of the guards. And I seen her posting up, and I seen the ball getting ready to come. So I left my man and ran under, mm. and she didn't see me. So when she went to pull up to shoot, I was able to come from the backside and block it. And when she turned around and looked at me, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, you know, she looked, and when it was all over, when you get a senior to come talk to you and, and, and give you a compliment, it makes you feel good. Like What, 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 uh, what? What grade were you at the time? A freshman. Oh, I was a okay. freshman. Ooh. So I had to go for a senior, but of course my silly butt would go for the... The biggest, yeah, tallest, yeah, yeah. baddest. Give, give, give me that. Give me I that. Too. She had a, a post move where it was nasty. Like she would get girls to jump all the time. She would turn, pump fake, and when she gets you to go up, she'd come up the other way. Okay. And so everybody knew who she was. So I was like, man, all right. Yeah, I got to go for her. I have to. I have to. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so... um I did that, and then when the cuts came out, I was looking for my name, and I was like, okay, I didn't see it on the freshman list. So I was like, wait a minute. I flipped to JV, and I didn't see it on the JV list, and then I was like, Marcy, is that you? <laughs> I was like, I seen my name, and then she came over, and that's, that's the first time she said something to me. She's like, all right, I'm going to take you under my wing. She was like, uh, I'm going to call you my little freshie, and I was like, all right, for sure. So um, I went through that, but then, of course, you know, there's always – somebody that wants to clash with you mm-hmm. and I had a little bit of that but I had a senior on my side so I didn't really have to worry about that <laughs> I was kind of protective you know what I mean and uh-huh. uh that's how I ended up getting 32 um when she got got ready to graduate she was like okay you're no longer my freshie you're like my sister now she was like so I kind of want you to take this number and I ran over to coach uh-huh. Mills like you gotta give me 32 every year like I don't want another number I want 32 I want 32 32 has got to be it for me so now, like everything I wear, everything I have, even the shirt I got on now, J Ray 32. Wow. He's on it. And then when I got to college, 
they changed my name from Jasmine to J-Ray because there was another Jasmine on the team. My mom was like, man, I tried to give you a name that nobody would shorten. <laughs> Just Jazz, J-Ray, Jazzy, no, everything. Then when you say Jasmine, they'd be like, who? Oh, J-Ray. My mom would be like, it's not her name. It's not her name. She's like, no. Exactly. That's not her name. But uh, so now when I coach, um, I do have a bad habit of letting kids have their little nicknames. Because that's, that's their identity. You know, I don't... Mm. Like, um, we have a player on our team, uh, his name is Dalen. I don't always call him Dalen. A lot of us call him McCaffrey because he's shifty. He's just, his hips are shifty. He's mm. fast. And if you let him out, he's gone. He's gone. Even with pads on, he's gone. And so we call him McCaffrey or I'll joke with him because he acts like one of our coaches. So I'll, I'll tell our coach, man, get your son. You know, everybody <laughs> got nicknames. So I'll call him Junior sometimes. Oh, and he'd be okay. Like, uh. <laughs> dang. He was like, Coach, I got a dad. <laughs> I got it. I got a dad. Um, I mean, but, you know, I take a lot of what I learned in high school. Okay. And I do it now. Like, uh, there was, uh, I didn't want to run track in high school at all. I was like, run outside. No. <laughs> no, I don't want to run. And the track coach, he came to me during fourth period. He leaned over my head and he, he put a, a box of uh, spikes and and, and the, the running shoes in front of me, and I'm I'm a Jordan fan. I love Jordans, so I'm like, these ain't Jordan shoes. I, I opened the box and I looked up, and he was like, "You got good grades. I see you at practice." I was like, "Okay, see you at practice." <laughs> but that Mondays, and I'm not gonna lie, I, I was terrible because I didn't go there on Mondays. Once I figured really? out, no, he made us run off campus. I'm not running off campus. <laughs> If I don't want to run a track, I don't want to run off campus. Okay. Yeah, so he caught on to it, though, and I started going on Mondays. You started going on Mondays? I started going on Mondays because yeah. I made it worse on Tuesday for everybody. So oh, yeah. Much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't be, be that person after too long. Yeah. He was like, Jazz, you going to run? Okay. Here I come. I'll run and walk outside. Goodness. <laughs> I, love, I love that. I love that. I, I love how... You know, co- coaching at Purdue for you is is not only it is not only like a full circle moment for you, but this is you are like I tell people a pillar of the community. You know, I was telling Coach Green that I was telling everything like that. It's so it's so not only inspiring, but 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 but, but it's, it's like refreshing to hear somebody that went and got their experience and or did something outside to cut not only come back home, but to give so, so much to the kids. Like I said, you were just telling me how a lot of these coaches, you you knew from back when, now you're here with them now, and you're like, it's like, man, like like not only did you not only skip a beat, but you made three beats forward yeah. because because of your progression. So that person right there, I love that um, to really hear and everything else. So as an athletic director, you know, how did that, how did that call come? Uh, the president... <laughs> uh... When I was just a football coach, uh, the president, you know, found out about me and he found out that I was in the band and he likes music and he was just like, you do band and music and you just, he was like, so you just, you know about everything pretty much. I'm like, yeah, except for golf. I don't want to touch that. He was like, all right. Now I'm not thinking like at the time he's asking me this, he's kind of low key interviewing me. And so I'm just being me. I'm just like, no, golf? Absolutely not. No. You want me to coach track? I tell him where to run. They could run back to me. <laughs> Being me, like, I'm just, I'm not knowing. And so then one day he was like, uh, 
come in the office and come talk to me. I was like, man, this feels like the principal's office. <laughs> when you get that call, you're like, what I do? What I do wrong? Yeah. So he was like, well, uh, you passed the test. You you know every sport, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. He was like, yep. So I'm going to go ahead and hire you as the athletic director. And I was like, oh. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> and then she was like, I, I was smart, though. I called before Young and the Restless came on. And told her. So I had a full undivided attention. I love that. Full undivided attention. And then I kind of just went down the rank. After my mama was Hakeem. After Hakeem was Celine. And, and they all were, you know, very supportive. Um, I think for me, when, when a person shows me love, I tend to uh, attach. I tend to attach because a lot of kids growing up, they either miss not having a mom or they miss not having a dad or they don't have both or or something. So for me, I, I tend to um, attach to care and love. And then you know when I've attached to it because you'd be like, where did it come from? It's just like a, it's like an overwhelming <laughs> I just said I like your shoes. That was it. <laughs> now you want to take me to lunch, like you know. Now I mean? you about to get the wave of love. Exactly. I, mm-hmm. So I mean, once I was able to go down the list and um and, and call them and tell them, I was like, okay, I still got high school football. I still got high school basketball. I still got college football. Now I got all the sports. And um, Coach Green called me. He was like, Jazz, is it gonna be too much? I'm like, Coach, I'm good. He's like, All right, I'm gonna ask you again. I was like, Are you good? <laughs> I'll see you after the summer, though. <laughs> see you after the summer. But, he, you know, he's cool with it. He doesn't press me. He doesn't suffocate me because um, he knows I'm going to come through. If he asks me, I'll, I'll make I'll make time. But um, he really doesn't press that issue either until really October. Mm. Now, right before when everything is, like, serious. Then he'll be like, all right, coach, I need you for – and I'm like, I'm there, bro. Like, no questions. No question. So it feels good to have all of the sports. It feels good to um, be able to hire these coaches and get back to these coaches that looked out for me when I was in high school. And um, the other day I had to bench one of my players in the spring game. I was like, no. And Coach Tardy benched me in the summer game. And and it's not because I was in trouble, but he wanted my team to know, like, guys, we can score without her. And my team was looking at him like, Coach, put your hand in. I'm looking at him like, Coach, put me in. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is happening right now? And he explained it. He was like, you know, sometimes if he's like, what if you get hurt? What if something happened? The team's going to be lost. They're not going to know what to do because they just look to give you the ball and you just you go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel you, Coach, but. I'll pass the ball more. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'll be a facilitator. Yeah, just, 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 just give me up. Cool. That's it. Every college coach I had never put me at the one unless a team was full court pressing because I could dribble. They always put me at the two because my mindset is not to pass first. Mm-hmm. It's I'm getting the bucket. So they knew though. <laughs> if you put it at the one, you'll be upset. Mm-hmm. Two, get to the rack, pull up. If it's not falling, I've attracted the attention. The two are going to come for me. Now, Now, then my mind will, okay, dish, mm-hmm. dish. But a lot of people will say, uh-uh, she's still not going to pass the ball. It's going to take three people to make her think about 
pass the ball, yeah. Man, because it's like I don't work that hard. And again, I don't like to run. Mm-hmm. So if I'm constantly doing this the whole game, mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point, you know, I, I need a bucket. Mm-hmm. You know, when you score, you don't get tired. If you're just running and playing defense and your shots are not falling, all of a sudden you're mentally tired. Same thing with football. We could run a fast-paced offense, but if you're dropping passes or intercept, it kills the momentum. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you're tired. But when you're scoring and, 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 and making moves and putting people in head topping them to every day, nobody's tired no more, huh? Everybody's excited. So, yeah, all, all of a sudden, yeah, huh? Yeah, like yesterday, I, one of my players head topped somebody and he was like, I said, I thought you, you was just, he said, nah, coach, I'm good. You was just hunched over. <laughs> Holding your knees, taking deep breaths, now you're good. Mm-hmm. I love, I, I, I love that. I just, I got, I got a, I got a few f- football flashbacks. Just, just, just literally. But what you just explained, mm-hmm. I took a few of those. I don't, I don't know about y'all. But I was, I was definitely like that. You know, you gassed up, you get a sack on the first day. You're like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, yeah I'm, exactly. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All of a sudden, trying to get the fourth yeah. third down. Yeah. Yeah, All of a sudden, you need a sub, man. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> the first down, you were holding your hands. <laughs> hands under hands. Yeah, it was it was those thirsty Thursdays. Yeah. Not the thirsty Thursdays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were having a few drinks. We made those mistakes a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> like, a couple. Uh, <laughs> the whole yeah, yes, yeah, senior year, but we were active, baby. It was, it was we my best. We just sweated it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So. Gosh, I love I love that. Um, I I really wanted to touch on something. Um, so in in regards to your coaching career, did uh, did you face a lot of whether it was you know tr- like trials and everything from other coaches? You know, it, is there a stigmatism in regards to female coaching? Because I, I want to get into that first before we get into the director side because yeah. that's a whole nother step. So yeah. so stigma the, or stigmatism? Stigmatism. You know what stigmatism is. <laughs> That's for your eyes, bro. <laughs> and the stigma. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That word. Yeah, stigma. <laughs> uh, there definitely is. There, coaching in the in the in the man's world, it's not easy. Cause a lot of them they go, she's young, she'll know what she's doing. Or how did she even get here? Or he's more qualified than she is. Or it, it, it it's hard. And then when I uh when I sit down, uh, Coach Collins with, from Purdue, he'll tell you, if a person does this and they can't get on the board and draw it, then they were just this. It's easy to talk. But if you can't get on the board and put 22 people on the board and explain what this and do and how this makes sense, you're just selling wolf tickets pretty much. Mm-hmm. So after after I would sit down and talk to a guy and tell him and uh, show him, he'd be like, Okay. All right. I understand why. Okay. It makes sense. <laughs> you know, because uh, a lot of females don't know. They just know, oh, tackle. Why did the team get the ball? It was a fumble. Oh, okay. So now are we cheering for the whole team in the white or the team in the dark? A lot just don't know. You know what I mean? And, you know, I was blessed to be taught. I'm not going to say I just knew everything. No, I learned from my coaches. Um Growing up with great players that played out here, um, like um, Arian Booker, uh, Quick Williams, Plumpty, 
Mm. Everyone calls him Robert Fuller. A lot of people call him Clumpty, but his real name is Robert Fuller. Mm. Um, Michael. Uh, there's a lot of them. I learned a lot from them. So mm. I can't say that, oh, I just figured it out or I watched this or I, you know. I learned. I mm. learned. Um, I was underneath them, Vanzel Richardson. I was underneath him a lot. Um, I learned. And then, you know, as females, what we do, we take and we run. <laughs> And we don't give it back. <laughs> we take it and go. And so I kind of just put my own with it. And and then I did research. And then I just went off of what I learned when I played. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. If it makes sense and it's working, don't fix it. Leave it alone. Mm. And so now I'm able to, you know, I can get on the board and and for study halls, I can direct, I can show, I can explain, I can tell the safety when you're supposed to look two to one, one to two. When I'm coaching offense, how do you break a defense down? You gotta read the backers first. The backers is what brings the pressure. It's it's different things like how does the offense go? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks it's the quarterback. No, it's the line. Mm-hmm. What causes the problem for defense? The linebackers. They bring the pressure. You save your back end. You can have a third string DB back there, but if you can get the pressure up front, mm-hmm. he gonna look like the first string DB because <laughs> nobody's going to his side because they can't. You know what I mean? That's true. So for me, I I, I love I love the linebackers. Um, I don't know. It's just you gotta be able to. If you're gonna talk, you gotta be able to draw. You got you. So for you, you had to be not only a student of the game, but but not only be become a be because you're always a student of the game because you're always evolving, you're always growing and all that. But but then to transition from that and say, you know what? I'm a propel in this, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna coach these men and how is handling especially um a lot of men's egos? Cuz trust me, as a man I I'm a very prideful man. I got I got ego up the yin yang and then my, my coaches had to do that, especially for 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 you because my my perspective going into this like if you were my coach to be honest, I would love it because you you would bring an aspect that no other male coach can bring, which is like kind of like that nurturing aspect, that, that aspect mm-hmm. that to to and not only the the coddle to where like for me, I would I never would want to disappoint my mama. Mm-hmm. Like I love my mama. Mm-hmm. All, all all my women figure in my life, like I hold so dear to them. Like it pains me when they yell at me mm-hmm. or something else like that. So I feel like from a coach. A coach that not only is riding for me, you're you're there with those kids, you're grinding with them, you probably give them things, the attention and everything that they probably never gotten. Mm-hmm. So it's like from that standpoint, I would it would pain it it, it would pain me to, mm-hmm. to to hurt you, but I know I'd clash with you sometimes. So so how is how is being able to to manage that now? It's especially going into college because you did you do have a a, a season under your mm-hmm. belt. So how is that been? Uh, for me, it's figuring out what makes that person go. Some are just so serious that they don't want to take a chance of messing up. Some, they don't mind to mess up and get corrected. Um, same thing kind of like with the male coaches. Um, I think, okay, if I was a guy, I wouldn't want no female yelling at me in front of these boys. So then I give I give him the look. And, and the look is like, and he'll look at me and he'll go, who did it? <laughs> and then he'll kind of go do it. And he'll be like, oh, man, all right. And then he'll yell. Because once once they hear me yell, then they kind of go, okay, that's it. When they hear him yell, they're like, because he's loud. They'll be like, okay. <laughs> and then when other coaches yell, they'll be like, if not topping these two. We, they listen. They're, 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 they're very uh, obedient to, to, to what we ask them to do. It's just, you know, when you hear that voice, 
obviously mine is not going to be as deep and loud as his. So when I when I when there's something I need my the the, the coaches to know, mm-hmm. I'll say it, I'll blurt it out, and if I gotta look like I'm gonna have to repeat it again, he just he'd be like, man, I hate when you give me that look. <laughs> now I gotta go. But with the players, it's, it's different. Um, there are a lot of them that that like coach. We don't want to disappoint you. Um, we know that we're a part of history, so we don't want to we don't want to let you down. Like one of them yesterday, at the time I'm like, bro, I'm disappointed in you. And he looked at me and he was like, "Won't happen again, coach." And his whole face was just it just changed. And then once we were done with the talk, he was back to being himself. And then he texted me. He was like, "Coach, I'll never disappoint you again." Mm. And I'm like, okay. And they know I'm a softy. Anybody that know me know I'm a softy. I'm very much a softy. So in the way when he texted, I was like, oh, that's not what I was trying to do, Joseph. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to get your attention, bro. I, I need you to lock in. like. But, you know, it's still spring ball. So they're kind of, you know, being goofy with each other, learning each other, playing around with each other. So mm. it's fun to see that. But while they're doing that, I get to sit back and go, okay, he's a little more goofy. This one's a little more serious. This one's going to be more of a captive. Okay, I can blend this. I can blend that. I can fix this. I like him on this side of the wall. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it, it's better for me. And for me, I like to joke. Um, a lot of the time, I talk third person, like kind of how I'm doing now. And, and uh, that's kind of how I check myself sometimes, too, before I just outburst. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. A, a lot of times, too, I do have support on the back end. Mm-hmm. You know, I have... You know, I've said it earlier, I got my mom, I got Selena, I got Hakeem, I got people that back me um, behind the scenes. So when I'm going from athletic director to coach, I can kind of park it, coach, okay, when I'm done being a coach, park it, athletic director, and they take take some of that pressure off when I'm sitting still on something and doing something else. Um, Because I know if I'm over here taking care of the other sports, I can say... um, Hey, can you go blah, 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 make sure that they're upstairs doing their study hall, blah, blah, I got to do something. I got to do this first mm. because I don't want it to seem like I'm favoritizing, uh, favoritizing one sport because uh, then you get in trouble. You kind of get in trouble for that. So, okay. you know, when I got to focus on multiple things, well, they need to be doing study hall and then I tell them what to do and then him and Celine will go up there and make sure it gets done. And then when I'm done, boom, they know, okay, Coach Jazz is back. Yes, coach. <laughs> they know. I don't really, you know, have to yell at them or get mad at them or, or anything like that. Um, I know it's going to happen. At some point, I'm going to have to yell. At some at some point, maybe in a game, I'm going to have to, you know, let off a yell. But you coaching football, it's almost impossible. You're going to have to yell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to. It's going to happen. But um, we got a, a, a good group of guys. Um, I'm like, August 26th, August 26th, <laughs> August 26th, first game, let's go. August Who do you guys 26th. play the first game? Lewis Clark Valley. Wow. In Idaho. In Idaho? In Idaho. We're going to be on a charter bus because I'm not driving that far. <laughs> not doing it. Oh, you're driving a lot? Yeah. How far is that drive? About 12 hours. Oh. Yeah. Look at his face, look. Ask him, do we want to drive? <laughs> Dang, my, boy, my boy, like, come on, man. <laughs> but, um,. Gosh, um, so tell me, tell me how you have a delegation that, that, that you do for, for coaching and, of course, maybe being an athletic director, but 
but just some of that real quick. How's that been? Were, were you truly prepared for all the for, for all the for all the changes? Like, like I said, you, you one day you have to be a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, the next day you have to be an athletic director. Were you prepared for that, or were some things that as you're going through, you kind of just like, okay, cool? No, I wasn't ready. <laughs> nope, I wasn't. Cause I I was always think college basketball, college basketball, college basketball, and then God was like, nope, football. Okay, mm-hmm. coach it. No problem. Athletic director. Okay, God. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll go with it. But I, I was never, um, you know, it, it was a blessing, but it, it, it did, it did curve me because I wasn't ready for it. Mm. But as an athlete, um, now I want to sound like I'm, I'm tooting my own horn, but I led the state of California, led the nation in scoring. Mm. And when the game was on the line, I'm like, I would kind of get a little attitude. Like, this is the, man, give me the ball. Coach, this, seriously, like, it's game on the line, clutch. I need the ball. I got to have it. Mm-hmm. So when I got handed these two things, clutch, games on the line, I got to have the ball. I'm not giving the ball to nobody else mm-hmm. because that's just how I built my mindset when I played basketball. So was I ready for it? No, but the game's on the line. I have eight to nine sports teams that depend on me to make the right decision. So the game's on the line. If I make the wrong decision, I can get one of these these teams where their season is done mm. and we get out of it and they don't have everything they need they lose that whole season if they played even one or one game once they touch they feel the, the field whether it's soccer football whatever once you step on your clock has started so what if by game five of the soccer season we get out of it and i don't have all my paperwork and stuff in order they're gonna shut soccer season down mm. They don't get to play their next seven or eight games. And they lose that year of eligibility. Games on the line. I want the ball. I'm not going to trust nobody else. If I had an assistant athletic director, I'd be like, nah, I got it. <laughs> just file the paperwork. I'll do everything else. Like, I, I need to see it, touch it, know it. And that's just me, even when I play basketball with the guys. It's clutch. Games on the line. I need the ball. Hey. I'm just I'm not going to run away from the game. And I think that's why I'm always running into a challenge. <laughs> but as I get older, I'm like, challenge? Don't want it. Mm. Go this way. <laughs> Run into it again? We'll go this way. <laughs> I try not to take on the super big ones as much. You know, um, my mom used to tell me, you're hard-headed. <laughs> you keep yeah, smashing you, your head you against bu- the wall. You keep bu- bu- bumping into the dang wall, yeah. but well, it's, it's especially for me, you running through walls. So, yeah. hey, so, hey, mama, we, we 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 telling you right now that, that this woman you raised is, is is literally like I said, you you're just a beacon of hope. Man, thank you. And I love that here. So we're gonna go ahead and then transition over to um, your future goals. Now and then now, of course, future goals we're gonna touch on as a coach first. Okay. What, what, what are some what what are some goals for this upcoming football season? I'm trying to go to the playoffs. And then has and then and then uh, can, can you tell us the history of the of this f- football program? Because like I said, I've been you know what I'm saying I, I went to high school at, at Citrus Valley in, in yeah. Redlands. This is a new school, so like yeah. I said, once once I kind of looked up everything, I was like, in five five years, this is been this is like a it, 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 it's a JUCO, it, it's a JUCO. Mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I would have mm-hmm. been out, y'all. <laughs> I would have been out. I would I would have been there. Yeah, yeah, you 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 would have had me, but it's okay. That, 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 that's neither here nor. Huh? It, it would have got rejuvenated. <laughs> I got a knee brace for you in the car. Um, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't never too late. It's never too late. 
Um, <laughs> I would love to see you do that. I'm 27, baby. I feel right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I got it last year, and it was a month before the season started. So it was like, throw this, throw that, do this, do that. Conditioning, conditioning, conditioning. Throw this, throw that, throw this. And I'm like, Lord, just get through year one. Just get through year one. That's all I can think. Just make it to the end. Make it to the end. Mm-hmm. So now with the group of guys that I have coming, I'm literally sitting back like Coach Mills, and I'm like, can't wait for this. Like, I'm just gonna look good. This is gonna look nice. Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're ready to go. They're ready to go. They're anxious. Um, I want playoffs. I want playoffs. But most importantly, I want them to have fun. I want them to enjoy it. Because the moment that they start to lose the love of the game, then that means I gotta go check myself. That means I'm doing something wrong as a coach. A coach should never be able to take that away from a player, especially mm-hmm. when they're out here giving you their all. You know what I mean? So, for me, making sure they have fun, they enjoy it, and then playoffs. And then I'm good. I'll be okay with that. <laughs> and the next season, I'm like, man, Snow College, I'm coming for you. I didn't want them on my, on my schedule this year. I needed to have one full year first. <laughs> really? What? Why is that? I'm, Powerhouse. I'm, really? Oh, well, I don't know. Uh-uh. Not yet. They really See, like that? Shit, they built They like that. Wow. Snow College is built. Where, like where, where, where is Snow College? In Utah. Of course. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. built. <laughs> that's yeah. that's low-key a hard name. <laughs> yeah. Snow College with Utah. They built. Their stadium is... They have a stadium? Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. They're built different indeed. They like Cajon in Utah. Yeah, I know. Uh, I like and, that. And it hurts to say that because I'm a Cardinal, but mm-hmm. we know who Cajon is. We know who they are. Mm-hmm. I we, we can't... Like, I give him some respect, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I told him when I seen the athletic director, I said, I'll see you next year. And he smiled at me and was like, okay. Then before we left the conference, I said, yeah, see you next year. <laughs> I started texting my team, be ready for next year. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all like, coach, what about this year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, we, we have three teams on our schedule that we're like, got to get it, got to get it, got to get it. And so I, I kind of like, you know, uh, gave them goals, and a lot of them are just like, Coach, whatever you need. Coach, we're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Coach, just tell us when. Coach, coach, coach. And I'm like, I love it because they're, you know, you do have, I don't have none on my team, but there are some some guys that be like, man, I'm not listening to no female. What? Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be coaching this. And I'm like, I'm going to put my knee brace on and route you up real quick, and then I'll earn my respect. Um, when I coached AAU, I had to do that sometimes. Really? The fourteen, the fourteen year olds would da, 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 coach you. Da, da, da. <laughs> okay, coach, you built like that. Okay, so we good now? Okay, we don't have that issue no more. Because a lot of coaches think if we just make a run, 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 we're gonna get a point across. No, you're just making that player hate you, <laughs> and you're still <laughs> not gonna get nowhere. You. St- Still gonna be clashing with this one player. That's true. Sometimes, especially as a female, you gotta get out there and, and show them. That's why I love playing basketball with guys. They make me better. So when I go play with females, I still have that attack mentality. I'm gonna get a bucket. I'm, I'm, and then when I play with the guy, that that mentality goes. I'm gonna get a bucket, and then you're gonna come down and foul me because then you're gonna realize I can hoop. So <laughs> I don't know. It's fun. So when I when, when I do it with the with the college guys, I'm like. 
Yeah. All right. Wow. You see the knee brace come out. It's just... That's we about to go. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And like I said, like I would, I would, I would respect you, of course, that much more. It's especially my coaches because it's yeah. just, it's it's just like anything else that that we said on our podcast before mm-hmm. with other guests. You know, to be a leader is one thing. To have it, you know, what I'm saying, to been through experiences. But when you can get out there with your boys, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying, go, go do a drill, best them, do they do whatever, then they understand. That, of course, you not only practice, but you're peach, but you about yeah. it as well. You, yeah. that's a true leader. Yeah. So that's that's what I love about it. Like I, I said, it. you make you making me feel like you know what I'm saying. I, I can get out there and run through a brick wall with you. Yeah. Um. But 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 another thing in regard to the, to the recruitment aspect is especially in that JUCO life because a lot of these guys do want to get out. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy of these lives probably do have like they have expectations to go D one. You know, mm-hmm. to go do all these things. Um. How is that mental aspect for them and then trying to get them? They love it. A lot of them just want the opportunity. So once you mention scholarship to them, they're like, man, for real? You know, a lot of scouts go for the best athlete on the team. And it's like, those are the prima donnas. Those are the ones that's coming with the attitude, I want the role player. The one that's going to come out, even if I put him in the wrong position, he's still going to go give me 110%. You know, so when I when I when I get on the phone and I'm talking to them, they're like, "Yeah, coach, you know, I mean, I have to tell us all that. Just when you want us out there, <laughs> like, they just they just want the opportunity. They're just happy to have it." Um, I was recruiting the lineman the other day, and he had on his firefighter uniform. He just graduated, wow. and, he, and he looked and he was like, "I think I was gonna get opportunity." Like you six foot four and you move. Don't worry, I got a spot for you. Come on, and he's like, I send them over to the Glens which is a student housing across from Cal State San Bernardino. Uh-huh. So when they all come out here and they get to go walk and they're like, oh, man, we like this. They got the pool. They got the game tables. They got, they're excited. They no longer, the ones that are coming out here that don't know about San Bernardino, they're not thinking San Bernardino. They're thinking I get to get away from home. Mm. And it's the same thing. It's like it just comes full circle. It's hard when you're in school to be home because you have friends. You have distractions. You have, it's hard. I think the best thing that I could have did for myself was go back and leave and get my education because I'm home. There's distractions. There's I I know this person. I know that person. This person. I'm helping. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. So it's like, when do you ever just boop and do the one thing? Mm. It's hard, especially when you're trying to juggle school. It's hard. But, you know, for me, I have people in my corner that, you know, like I said earlier, it could be hard. But I know if I'm starting to lean a little bit, I know I got, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I was, I was slipping, but I'm good. And I feel like everybody, everybody needs to have that, that one person that's like, or those two people that are like, okay, you slipping. You good. Because if I say I, I'm doing all this on my own, that'd be a lie. I'm not. I'm not. I have my moments where I'm like. Put the phone silent. Uh-uh. I don't have nothing. Don't text me. Don't call me. I just need a day. I just need a day. Just give me one day out of the weekend to just go silent. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it can be overwhelming, but like I said, the game's on. I want the ball. It's, it's that easy. Like, I, I'm not giving the ball up. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Set a screen, roll, and I'll do the rest. But I, I, no. I'm happening. Not- I love that because it's it's that type of personality that can kind of drive and lead you into 
not only that's that solo type of feel of like okay this coaching aspect football whatever but but like i said that that athletic director because i feel like a lot of people that were that that were in their feelings a lot or or this and that or they never truly had that drive to really get it mm-hmm. because because i feel like to be like an athletic director and all that you you gotta get it yeah you got it. That's that's multiple areas. To your point, eight to ten sports teams. That's 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 a whole lot. That's a lot. That's a, that that's a buffet dessert plus some sides. Like yeah. I don't I I don't I, I couldn't grasp that right now with a lot of responsibilities that you handle on top of like I said, being able to hone in and being personable mm. with your players. I, I I feel like being personable and like I said, giving that opportunity because that's that's all anybody wants yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Is, I love that story about about the, the player that was a firefighter and everything else like that. Shout out to you, brother. I, I play you get it, man. Yeah. Because that's to me especially, it's a, you know being be, be an ex player and all that. It's like thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you on, on behalf of all, all, all your players that are coming in and to all the future ones as well that are either looking at the live or you're contemplating. Like I say, they they feel like oh you know if if it's not D one D two or anything that, that that I'm I'm not cut out for it. No one's gonna get out for me. Nah, right. you have a you have a woman here that is gonna help change a culture for a lot of men's sports, but a lot of men's lives as well. Because mm-hmm. I believe that you're gonna bring you're gonna help grow maybe a new set of men, mm-hmm. a new set of men that like I said will not be. To some, you know, they're, they're not gonna have their egos in the way and be like, oh, she, she's this and that, you know. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with her. That's a leader. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get it done. Right. So right there, I, I really truly like that, guys. Mm. Well said, child. Well said. Thank you, thank you. That that was also my pitch to uh when when does tryout start again? That that was my pitch. Uh, we'll see you on the twenty second. <laughs> you better run in that song soon. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got the sauna too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you brace, I gotta get shoes again. <laughs> but um my goodness, I love that. So we're gonna go ahead and um now what now now what's your future goals? We have football program. Let's talk about your other programs as well. I mean, are there are, are there any that, that that you're really kind of excited for? So I know you're excited for all of them. Yeah. In particular, you you got some that are like, that one's gonna be sneaky this yeah. year. I'm I'm liking that. I'm excited for uh Basketball, of course. I'm excited to see Coach Tardy. I, I, when he coaches, he brings the energy. So, so, so this is going to be his first year coaching with the college. Yeah, coaching with, with the college. college. Okay. So to hear him when he goes up and down that sideline, now come on, son. That, did that make any sense? Please don't do that again. It's just like it's, it's like yeah, get him, Coach Tardy. And it's like <laughs> he did that to me before, so I understand. <laughs> it's, it's exciting because uh, you know he kind of talks in third person sometimes too when he's. You know, he he doesn't like to be little kids. So he'll say something and then you'd be like, Oh yeah. He was right. <laughs> I'm happy you didn't just tell me the answer. You uh, know what I mean? So he's one of those, but his favorite thing is trap, 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 trap. So if you guys ever come to a game, you'll hear him, trap that, trap that, trap that, and you'd be like, There you go. That's close to how many need to ask. He's just energetic. He don't sit down when he coaches. Um, when I coach basketball, I I, I can't sit down. Because if I, the moment I sit down, I feel like I'm not giving my team my all. Now, mm. the coaches that do sit down, that's cool. That's that's their thing. But personally for me, I can't sit down. I got to be up. I can't, like he'll tell you, even on the football field, we'll be doing – I coach both sides, but I love the defensive side. But as a head coach, you got to know both sides. Mm-hmm. And so, well, it'll be offensive day, and I'll be calling calling the offense, and I my head is still looking at the defense, and I'll be like – Hold on, stop. 
Now, did that make any? And I'm already on the defensive side, and it's like, oh, offensive day. I'm supposed to be on this side. <laughs> they looking at you just like, coach. Yeah, they like, man. Some of our players is on the offensive side. You didn't give us the the backups. Of course, it, uh, all right, all right, all right. You didn't give us the backup. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you're right. You know, so it's like it's hard for me to be quiet. You know, I'm not the the head coach that's like, okay, I eight assistants. Do this, do that, do this. All right, we look good. I did everything. No. I'm the type that, like, if if the program is something's going wrong, I messed up. Mm. But if we're doing good, I'm be like, the staff got them ready. I don't need to take ownership for that. They know whose name is on it. I hate coaches that run when it goes bad. And they be like, well, you know, I had to fire my right receiver coach because he would. Well, you hired them, so you just made yourself look even more dumb. You hired them. <laughs> you hired them, then you fired them. So if it's good, give it to your staff. Because at the end of the day, they're following your instructions anyway. Mm. So they deserve the light. And when it's bad, you got to be able to take it because your name's on it. But a lot of coaches run. They be like, oh, no, no, no. This is what happened. So you know how to get rid of him. It was your choice. Mm-hmm. You control your coaching staff. Mm. You know, so don't run when it's bad and stay when it's good only. Like, okay. I'm, I'm not built like that. If it's bad, I'm going to stick it out with you. If it's good, I'm going to stick it out with you. And then when it's both, I'm going to still stick it out with you. You know, it, it happens in any relationship, whether it's you're dating somebody, whether it's a coaching relationship, you're going to clash. There's going to be issues. that We don't clash, but sometimes I just be like, we don't we don't clash because you got the look. That's yeah. why that he he chilling. He like, oh, yeah. I got you. And he look at me and be like, what happened? We not even on the field. What happened? <laughs> hey. You know, it's 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 just in every relationship, you're gonna clash. You're gonna have your happy times, your good times. You're gonna have times that you just want to strangle the other person. And you, you know, it's just how you respond to it. Um, I don't always res- respond the best way. I mean, human. I don't. Sometimes mm. I respond and then I got to go, okay. I could respond a little different. Mm. And then I go make up for it. And I let it be known. Like, look, I made it. I duck. It could have been, I'm not going to hide from I'm a human being. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not the best coach out here. I'm going to make mistakes. Mm. Um, in any relationship, I'm going to make mistakes. But how I respond to it after is what matters. And sometimes I might make the mistake and go make it again. And it's like, man, you're still banging your head. Stop doing that. You know, mm-hmm. don't do it again. And I do it again. Normally it's what happens. Um, you still got to get over those hurdles. It's okay. It's I hit my head so many times. I'm surprised I don't have a concussion. So I'm just like, you know, but um, once you're in my circle with me, I don't, I don't kick you out. You're mm-hmm. in there. You gotta remove yourself to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Because if I put if I let you in my circle, then that means you got a place in my in my heart. And I it's hard for me to push people away. Um, a lot of the time they will take themselves out. And I'd be like, Great. Because I see good in everybody. Because everybody has good. So <laughs> I don't know. It just that's just how I operate. I like that though, because like I said, it, it it transitions into your coaching mm-hmm. and then everything else. But real quick, you did receive an award by somebody, correct? The suit, uh, the the this. Go, 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 go Joe Baca Jr. 
Joe Bucker Jr. And then who who is he? Just for some people. Uh, he's the uh, super. He's the superintendent. He's the supervisor for the fifth district. For the fifth. And he yeah. also used to coach at Rialto High School softball. So really, he's, a, he's, a, he's an athlete. <laughs> he he coached too, so he loves it. Um, it was exciting that, that I got to meet him. Um, uh, my old principal that was at Purdue, she's the assistant superintendent, and wow. you know she climbed. She went to from Cajon to Purdue, and she climbed and climbed and climbed and climbed and climbed. And when I graduated with my bachelor's, I said, "Miss Rodriguez, I'm good. I'm ready to teach. I'm ready to go." And you know, watching her climb the ladder too was like, "Here I come. Here I come. You're opening the doors for everybody. I'm 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 right there behind you. You know." So it's exciting. Um, I try not to blow her phone up too much because I know she's busy, um, <laughs> but. It's always been an open door policy with her, even when I was in high school. If I if I needed to call her right now, she would answer and go, "Hey, Jasmine." Even though she's busy, she's still giving them five or ten minutes, and then be like, "Okay," like you know. So, I, I try to be like that with everybody. Um, it's hard. It's hard because I have two phones. I have a personal and a work phone. And the work phone, everybody would think is my personal phone because that's the one that goes off the most. All the time. So it's it's cool, man. And two phones, <laughs> but in a good way. And two bills. <laughs> <laughs> Just want one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. So we're gonna transition over the like like I said, I love that. I love learning about you. You your story right here, like I said, you you're an inspiration to a lot of people. Now not only not only to just women, because like I said, you're a staple, you are the first female mm-hmm. football coach. Mm-hmm. Period. Period, period. Period. Like, any like, program. Yeah, no, 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 not like dot, 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 nothing. No, it's period. Yeah. So you're you're making history. You 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 your name is etched in stone. But but more so than that, like I said, you're building a new foundation right. for future men and women, especially being an athletic director. So that's where your hands everywhere now. Yeah. And, yeah. and that and that's what I'm excited for because like I, said, I, was, I was already excited coming into this podcast, but now I'm like, <laughs> I gotta check them out. Gotta check them out. So I want to I transition over to the NFL. You said you know you understand a little bit about the NFL and everything like that. Um, a lot of women coaches. We we've been seeing that a lot. Tampa Bay. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of been hiring them on their staff, etc. Um, well, what's your kind of view on that? Do you see the NFL and maybe even college sports? Do you, do, do you see football in general he- heading to heading towards the right direction? I do. I do. I think they got to not completely slide out the way, but they got to they, they got to let. Females shine a little bit. We're smart. We may may not, you know, there's a lot we got to learn, but you, you know, mm-hmm. got to give us a chance. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised what you learn. Um, but then that's also coming and sealing what they used to do back in the day where females weren't allowed to play sports. They had to stay at home. They had to do this. They had to do that. The man did this. The man did that. Just it's not the times no more. Mm-hmm. Things are too expensive to just let the man do everything. <laughs> you gotta help. You gotta be a team player. It's gotta be both. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love it. Uh, last year, I kind of che- kind of cheered for Tampa Bay uh, a little bit, and <laughs> it, it showed them when we seen their old line coach was a female. I mean, you had a female that uh, was the first ref. They trust in us now. Mm-hmm. So now it's our jobs, the ones that's, that's in it now, to not mess it up, to continue to press forward and, you know, show that we have a right to be here too. You know, we don't want to take over your locker rooms, but we want to, you know, be involved. You know what I mean? 
Mm. So, but how do you handle that pressure, it's, especially from you personally? Because, like I said, you know, having having the superintendent, you know, just, just uh, sorry, not superintendent, but but having a having that gentleman to let you know that you are the first ever you know that 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 i i believe you told me that that, that he did say that you you're up there with like rosa parks or did mm-hmm. just in regards to like your history your your impact and everything else so how, how does that feel for you knowing that every step you make of course you, you have haters you have doubters there that are going to doubt that you can run an athletic program along with being a coach how do you how do you shoulder that games on the line i need a bucket Every time I take a step, it's a bucket. Every time I grow, it's a bucket. Mm-hmm. Every time I, I, every time my president sends an email, hey, I like this idea, let's go with it. It's mm-hmm. a bucket. Um, and it's that, and, and you see how mostly everything I relate to is basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, every time. Yeah, but that's I like just that. me though. You know, I, I, I love it. And when I, when I go to work, it's like a game. If this is blocking me, basketball terms. If this is blocking me. How do I beat this zone? How do I beat this? How can I make this run the way mm. I need it to run? Mm. Something is stopping it. How do I beat that? And sometimes I got to take a minute and be like, okay, me recruiting this way is not working. So let me recruit this way. Okay, I get one or two, I'm going to go this way. So instead of they're playing a the 2-3 zone, instead of me trying to go down the middle where both of them are, let me take a screen this way. And so I, I don't know. I always do that. It's, it's kind of weird, but that's what I do. I kind of, if something is blocking me, I, I find a way. I try to find the best way around it. And if there's somebody else involved, I try to find the best solution for the two people that's involved. Mm. It's not always easy, but I try. And at least I can say, okay, I tried. I tried. Okay, that didn't work. Let me try it this way until it works. There's always a solution to the something it's mm. just you may not like that solution mm. but you know that's the solution you gotta use you got this solution but this solution also has three more cons and this solution has one con but you really don't want that one because this one looks more appealing so it's like eh, games on line <laughs> that's you have to make a choice you gotta make a choice you got to i love that now listen here this has been great it's been fun learning all about you like i said your story of empowerment and everything else like that right now this is your closing statement the floor is yours i know we're going live right now so this is i want you to tell the people listening you know just a message you feel me just well what do you feel like you want to tell them ideology etc okay. um just don't quit man just keep pushing press forward if if you got your eye on something go get it um be clutch. Be be a game player. Be a game changer. You know. Um, put the right people around you that want to see you succeed. No matter how many times you clash, you know if you got that the, those people that are gonna really back you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Keep people around you that are um, positive, that want the best, um, and try to understand those people that you have in your circle with you and because that you you can't do it on your own you gotta have help obama didn't become president by himself he Mm. had help Mm. he didn't figure it out on his own he had help so i don't want to figure this out on my own i have help i think this whole time i've about named three people other than 
the great football players that I've been around, I've named three people that have been that support system. And don't be afraid to check yourself. I think sometimes for me, and I can be honest, sometimes I have that problem with checking myself. Mm. And then when I get checked, I'm like, it hurt. I didn't want to hear. I, nobody wants to get checked. But <laughs> once you let it marinate, you'd be like, okay. So, you know, don't be afraid to get checked. Keep the right people around you and, man, just be a clutch player. That's it. Be a clutch player. Be a clutch player. I love that. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to be saying clutch now because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at work. I'm about to be like, clutch, clutch, clutch time. Clutch time. This, this mug acting up off these damn drugs. It's clutch time. I got to I gotta put it down. I got to get that bucket. Got to get that bucket. So this last segment is, is rapid questions here. We're going to answer it. You can give us one word. You can give us a phrase. It's totally up to you. It's your vibe. Yo vibe. Okay. okay. So first and foremost, we have favorite sports athletes of all time, men and women. Tom Brady, all day. For male. Tom Brady, love him to death. I'm sad that he retired. I'm happy he's not gonna try to run anymore. And then uh for females, I'm kinda stuck. I, I love Candace Parker, but mm. I love Pat Summit too. Uh Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I, I met both of them. I went on the official visit. And I got to meet both of them. Really? Yeah. So it was okay. cool. And when I met Candace, I was crying. She's like, "Why are you crying?" Yeah. <laughs> I sit and watch all your games like this, yeah. like you know. Um, but yeah, Tom Brady, Candace Parker, Pat Summit, easy, easy call, easy, mm. easy. Got you. Next one. We're gonna two part question, so I'm gonna say this first. What's your favorite coaching memory or memory? Depending. Hmm. Hmm. I had a player at Purdue, and he was having a hard time shooting free throws. And I'm, I remember what my coach used to tell me. So I told him, I'm like, man, find the dot, slide back, slide to your left, don't move your feet. Never, he could not ever, he never made a free throw. He, he, he'd be like, coach, I'm like, bro, I can't help you. <laughs> I don't know at this point. That boy's bad. Yeah. So he finally listened, and when he hit that free throw, you could just see it. I couldn't see his face because his back is towards me. But he was, he, he did a little bounce like that. And then I said, you moved your feet. <laughs> so I had to readjust him again. And when he made the second one, he turned around and had tears coming down his face. Just just from making, I told you I'm a crier. Just from making that first free throw. And I'm like, and Coach Green looking at me like, are you crying? <laughs> I'm like, Coach, and his dad's like, there you go. There you go. Now that's a cool like mental hurt that you get over. Yeah. Because that's an that if you're if you're constantly missing them and then you finally get that that's a nice mental block that you can I, get past. He turned around and was just like, he said, Coach, he was doing me like this. He said, I said, turn around, defense. <laughs> he didn't make the layup. He said, sorry, Coach, I did that. That boy was so happy. He was like, I did it. Yeah. Over here, boom. Coach Green still looking at me like, are you still crying? I'm like, Coach, we good. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right, I love that one. Now, how about favorite player memory as a player? Oh, that's easy. Watch his face. We had a Royal Valley High School, and the game's on the line, and my coach calls a timeout, and he's, I'm looking at him like, yeah, all right, <laughs> say the right thing, coach. <laughs> he grabbed the board. He's like, all right, we're gonna overload this side. He says, Chantel, go set the screen. 
He's like, you're going to pop out, Jazz. Get the ball. Come on the other side, set the other screen. Stay behind the three-point line because I can shoot. He was like, if she goes under the screen, pull it. If she fights over the screen, cross back, get to the rack, you'll get an M one. My head was already thinking, wow, wow, it's a royal. We shouldn't even be this close. Not going to happen. So, boom, we come out. She sets the screen. The girl goes under it. But her, but my girl, her girl went under. My girl got stuck. So, they both jumped the screen. Mm. I just told you, I'm not giving the ball up. Game's on the line. No. No way. So, when they jumped the screen, the girl was so close that I was like, yeah, you're about to foul me. So, I, I baited her. And right as I came off the screen and they both jumped me, I waited, I took a dribble, she came, and then I leaned into her as I was shooting the three. So my coach looked at me, he was like, that's kind of how I told you, but not all the way. <laughs> so I went to the free throw line, I had to make all three free throws. So I was like, all right, boom, I sink the first one. And I start wiping my hand. So when I shoot free throws now, you'll see me hold the ball on my right and I wipe my left all the time. Because when I shot the first one, I felt it come off my hand wrong. And I'm like, I ain't nervous. I don't know what's going on. So I went to shoot the second one, and it, like, came, and then it fell in. I'm like, again, I'm not nervous. What the? So I was like, I readjusted. I went to shoot the last one. It rimmed about five times before it finally dropped. And so at that moment, I was like, I was excited. And then we uh, we ended up winning that game. And... uh. I told Chantel, she was like, you didn't see me on the road. I looked at her, and my coach, my wife said, now you know she wasn't passing the ball. <laughs> games on the line. I can't. I didn't mean to be a bad teammate, but games on the line. Because then I would have said, well, you didn't make the layup. And she would have said, well, I wasn't expecting you to pass the ball in the game. So yeah, it was one of those things, Coach, you, you gave it to me. If that had happened, I would have took it as a captain, as a team, as a team member, I would have took it. So I think that one, having to sink all three free throws, I was like, just give me the ball. The game's on the line. <laughs> My mentality is, I got to get it. I got to get it. I got to get it. Mm-hmm. I got to get it. I got to get it. I got to get it. There you go, man. I got to get it. All right. <laughs> now, the, now, the last one. This mm-hmm. one I like. Um, if you had courtside seats or field pass to see any player or team, who would it be? Tom Brady. I want to see Tom. I need to hug Tom. I hope Tom sees this video. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> hey, how you doing, sir? <laughs> Big fan. Um, that's what made me cheer for Tampa Bay, but I changed their name to Tampa Bay when he went there. Mm-hmm. But I'm a diehard Patriot fan. But I love Tom Brady. And if I never got to meet Tom, my next player would be Gronkowski. I love really? Gronk. Really? like Gronk? I got a whole play that's called Gronk. <laughs> I got a whole play that's called Gronk. If I had, if I never had a chance to meet those two, then uh, the only reason I would put Candace Parker last is because I've met her. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go through the dramatic of crying again and stuff. So <laughs> You're like, I'm back. Yeah. And I'm for sure going to cry. <laughs> it's been a long time. To... <laughs> yeah. So for me, it would, it would be Tom, Gronk, and... Uh, Candace, and if Kobe was still still alive, it'd be Kobe first over Tom. As much as I love Tom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, you have a lot of that mentality in regards to it's just like, look, you better give me the ball because you yeah. already know what's going to happen. Yeah. So you I, heard what he told Shaq. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ain't no I. <laughs> Saying me, though. <laughs> I won't finish it. <laughs> 
I love it. Well, look, it, it's been a great time. You've been vibing with us. This has been nothing short of a blessing. Um, like I said, thank you for having on. Thank you for not only making history, but also we're very excited for what you do moving forward. Um, keep us updated. Send us the schedule. We'll love to come out. We're going we gonna to have the Ascended Tour. We're going to be everywhere. We're going to be touching down a lot of campuses. We're going to be going uh, quite a few places. So I'm excited. I'm proud for what you're doing for the community because, like I said, it makes – People like me, ex-athletes like me from the Redlands area, mm -hmm. the IE, we we want to come back and come support. We're like, yeah. okay, hold on. Okay, well, well, what are you building over there? Right, right. So yes, sir. that's what we like here. So like I said, thank you from all of us. Thank you. Yeah, yes, love sir. Sorry, thank you. Man, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so we closing now. So, Matt, you want to go ahead? Close out? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, it's your boy, Shiloh. It's your boy, Matt. Your boy, John. And you. And Jasmine. Thank you for rocking with us. And as always, be safe and God bless.